0: Welcome to On Air with LG, brought to you by LG Electronics European Air Solution Team. We know that in today's digital world, time is limited, attention is short, and everyone's busier than ever. That's why we're bringing the HVAC industry's hottest topics, On Air, where you can both learn and be inspired on the go. Join us here, where we'll answer your most pressing questions and explore the constantly shifting world of HVAC topics like the energy transition, renewable innovation, and the past, present, and incredibly bright future that our industry has to offer to both our lifetime achievers as well as the next generation of professionals. I'm Melissa Moeller, your host throughout this series. I hope you enjoy. In today's On Air with LG, we're hearing from Rob Dando, the co-founder of Finally Agency, which is a full-service B2B marketing agency operating out of the UK. Rob has been in the entrepreneurial mindset since he started his first business from his bedroom at 13 years old. He's here to share with us some simple marketing and communication tips and tricks he's picked up along the way so that our installers and partners can level up by taking a small step back for an eventual huge step forward. Hi, Rob. Thanks so much for being here with us today. It's great to have you on, on the air.
1: Thanks very much for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. So let's jump right in. Basically, what we're going to talk about today is marketing because no business can do without it in general. Um, and as we know, we're speaking to our installers who are in a super reactive Business. They are constantly um, going to calls and making sure emergencies are s- resolved and, and they're constantly kind of in a forward momentum. So what do you recommend they do for their marketing efforts and, and do, do they is that necessary actually for, for business uh, like installers?
1: um yeah i think 100% you know we, we we all know the the struggles that they have that most installers are typically you know working constantly that you know they're dealing with problems they're dealing with customers ringing up and trying to book installations booking emergency um services or or repairs etc mm-hmm. but i think it's it's critical that they they kind of have to almost take a step back to move further forwards you know, technology's changing, uh, the way people um, expect to be dealt with from a customer um, service point of view has changed. You know, we live in this time-poor world. Um, you know, we, we, we're we lazy. We we want everybody to tell us everything. We expect a phone's going to tell us everything. And I think, um, you know, there's opportunity, certainly opportunity for installers to kind of maximize on that. And, you know, there's a few things that, that they could maybe consider. Uh, you know, it's about... Always being there for a customer when they're going to need you most. Now, most installers, once they've done that installation, you know they're not expecting to go back to that customer unless yeah. something goes wrong.
0: Right, <laughs> um,
1: and a customer's not expecting to call them if unless right. something goes wrong. But you know, we all know you've we've been there. Something goes wrong with your, your boiler or your heating system, and you're cold, and you want to shower. You, you panic. Uh, it's like okay, I, I need this fixing now, yeah. um, and unless you can, you know, remember that person. Uh, you've got to start looking for somebody to help you out. So a little thing, you know, perhaps you could leave um, a magnet on, on that boiler with that you could uh, whiteboard right over you know, your next service is due here. This is our emergency telephone number. So that in that moment of panic, that the customer can kind of just take a deep breath, walk to the boiler, they go, I know where it's going to be. There's, there's the guy's number. Um, you know, that was really helpful. Uh, and, and you can call them and you're going to be looked after. Yeah. and i think you know that adds it's just adding that trust it's adding uh, clarity to the over overarching picture of what's that customer journey look like from uh, an installer's point of view like here's my customer how am i going to how am i going to look after them how am i going to make this really easy for them to do business with me because ultimately that's what that they need they want more business um, and you know we we know from marketing that the best kind of business is referred business. So sure. if you build a great relationship with your customers, you treat them really well, you, you kind of give them all the best tools to have an easy life. The next time they're sat around a dinner table or they're in the pub with their friends and go, hey, you know, I, need, I need it, a, yeah, I need my boiler looking at. Uh, who do you use? You're going to go, oh, I use, you know, Dave. Uh, he was amazing. <laughs> Good old and, and Dave. He, yeah. He, he left me a fridge magnet of his number. He made my life really easy. So They're probably going to go like
0: home that. and take a photo of that fridge magnet for their friend and send yeah. it. Send Dave's information wide <laughs> on the group chat. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly um, right.
1: So I think this is, I know it's hard. It's easy for us to sit here and talk about it. Sure. Yeah, you know, We're marketers Think okay, yeah, no, like just, just chill just out. Just do take it. A Step back. But, but <laughs> I know... I have friends that are installers and i know that that they're they're always on the go their phones never stop ringing it's like when they're like like when would i do that but i think it it sounds hard but taking that one friday afternoon off to actually focus on your business that the kind of those three four hours five hours whatever it looks like will be so valuable moving forwards and you know particularly in the sort of changes that are going to be coming in the next three to five years you know, we, sure. we know this is it's, it's happening. It's inevitable. Um, and it's like, okay, how how are they going to develop? How are they going to push forwards um, and kind of grow into the next business? How are they going to build that business and, and be different to everyone else? And I think, you know, you and I know that air source, heat pumps and other technology, that's the future. That, sure. that kind of, that's where governments and uh, are going to start pushing people to to act upon and, and think about their energy usage and where they're getting it from. And, you know, right now, being a, a typical gas installer, you're in a super competitive field. Yeah. That's uh, you right. know, like there's there's hundreds of people doing the same thing. Right now, you know, very few are are looking at these technologies. They're going to wait for the hap because as we discussed, they're reactive. They're yeah. going to react to that change when it occurs nearer the time. But for those that are going to take that leap of faith, that they're going to kind of think, okay, I want to be different. I want to push my business forwards. Um, You know, they're going to get on this now. um, And they're going to start becoming the best installers in their local area for different technologies. And that will get recognized. You know, um, developers, uh, they're going to be putting these technologies into new house builds. Uh, You know, people, um, self-conscious self-builders, or uh, they're going to be doing it. And sure. I think realistically, if you, if you, something goes wrong with your gas boiler now, are you really going to put a gas boiler back into your house? <laughs> no, Probably. and in a lot
0: of markets you can't anyway. Like yes. uh, it's uh, depending on your your house and your system setup. I mean, this is also the first time in maybe ever that we're seeing as an industry that the regulations are driving the change towards a different technology. And to be ahead of the curve on that, you're exactly right. Like people will people who take advantage of it on the front end will certainly see the the output see the value of that pretty quickly because the government is driving the change rather than the manufacturers like us having to drive it or the installers themselves or or i don't know like it's really somebody else saying this is happening so get in or get out but you should probably get in
1: (laughs) yeah very much so and i think uh you know, another thing to consider, getting a little bit technical, but stuff All like right. search engine optimization, you know, or SEO, you may have heard of that, yeah. uh, you know, like it, you, you again in a super competitive market, if you're trying to be like a gas engineer in, in a certain area. But mm-hmm. if you start optimizing your site or adding content to your site now talking about these other technologies, talking about air source heat pumps, talking about, you know, different solars or whatever it might be, again, not your competitors haven't probably yet done that. So you're getting ahead of that curve because that content lives forever. So once Google finds that content, once Google starts indexing your website for those terms in your local area, you're going to be there. So when people start looking for these in the future, you're there. You've done that hard work ahead of your competitors. Um, and, and taking that leap now gives you that almost 12 to 24 month jump on everybody else because uh, you know Google can only have one person at the top. And if that yeah. can be you, you know, amazing. You're going to get yeah. those inquiries coming in. You're going to be the number one installer in that right. locality.
0: Yeah, that's right. And what do you, I mean, what do you suggest in, in real in real terms? Like what should the installer do to optimize for search? Like uh, in day one, month one, year one? So I think the first thing is, is you know, to,
1: you need to have a, a dedicated page to, to the different technologies. So sure. say, let's take air source heat pumps as, as that technology. You know, you want to have a page talking about it. So what is an air source heat pump? Uh, Why is it beneficial to your company? Start answering your customers' questions, okay? Think Mm -hmm. about kinds of questions customers can ask you, the fears, mm-hmm. you know, help them overcome fears because fundamentally what you're doing, you're building trust. Yeah. And we all know that trust is the biggest factor. Uh, when you buy, we we generally buy from people. You know, either, the reason we still go to traditional high street shops or different places is because you get to speak to somebody you can understand and you can look them in the people eyes. People are and, looking and for
0: that human connection. Even when we say we're living in a digital world, we're not. The person who's in front of the other person will certainly make the sale 100% of the time over the person that's behind a screen or... In an email or whatever, you're right. One
1: hundred percent. But what we 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 particularly as marketers and 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 as consumers, I think we forget that we like yeah. put these screens up in front of us, yeah. and we think, well, oh, well, now we've got to be something completely different. No, yeah. no, we don't. We've just got to build that trust in a very different way. You yeah. can still build. You could record a little video. You know, not everyone's going to be wanting to do that, but just putting yourself out there, using images of yourself on those pages, For sure. um, you know, it builds that connection. But going back to the page. Have that page talk about it and answer customer concerns so let's mm. just say they can say oh do air source heat pumps work with underfloor heating answer that question write the question yeah. out and answer that question and, and be honest and talk about it in your own terms and those sorts of pages are going to start to get indexed these are the sorts of questions that people type into search engines people don't type you know technical terms they'll, they'll ask google a question and you know, they're going to say oh can I can I use an air source heat pump with underfloor heating? And Google's going to answer it. And because of the nature of algorithms and locality, if you're the person answering that in in that proximity, you know there's a you're good chance gonna you're going to be top. Be
0: the one getting the phone call when the person exactly. decides to make that investment. And yeah, it's it's certainly true. And I think learning up on these technologies is really the key to to the installer success going forward. It's it's yeah
1: and they're not they're not complex you know like uh, marketing is often seen as like a voodoo science <laughs> or magic true. i think you know I, i'm not going to uh- ruin what we do because it's it pays our living but fundamentally <laughs> sorry to reveal that it, it isn't magic okay yeah like it's, it's quite common logical. sense <laughs> it's common yeah. sense it's logic um it's just about doing it it's about um you yeah. know, implementing something can, and sticking to your guns yeah so you know for those that uh you know think okay well that's not not, not my game or i don't have a budget to do that right honestly just it, just start with the basics, put a page up, start writing some words. It doesn't have to be uh, an encyclopedia. It just needs to be five, 600 words talking about those kind of questions that people are going to ask you. Um, And then I guess my next top tip, which I think you should all be really jumping on and considering is making sure that you are registered as a Google local business. Uh, Again, it's free. um, And this will put your Put you on the map, literally and figuratively, <laughs> Um, you know. And you can take that, get your telephone number verified, get your website verified, start putting the services that you offer, so that people mm-hmm. can start to find you. And then from there, start to get reviews. look like we've talked about it. We talked about people buying from people. We talked about referrals. Yeah. Um, you know, fundamentally, referrals is, is the biggest uh, driver. And. We all look for those referrals. That's why Amazon have reviews. That's why we want somebody else
0: to have done the thing first. (laughs) Yeah,
1: taken the pump before we do. Um, That's
0: right. For better or worse, but hopefully better.
1: (laughs) And so, again, it's free. And, And, you know, something that you could do, which might be quite nice, but let's just say very... Very uh, cheap to go and get produce some some leaflets with that um, review address on it. Maybe two days, three days after you've um, been to a customer's house or you've serviced that boiler or you've fixed that leak, just drop that back through their door. Just saying, look, really wanted to say thanks very much for for your business. Uh, I hope everything was well, and you, you know we offered a great service, and we'd love you to leave us a review. Yeah, um, and then as you can start to build those reviews. They have such a powerful effect. Again, with your rankings in Google, with the the local listings, and and fundamentally, people love to see those stars. And let's just look, there's two numbers in there. They're both saying they're offering the same service. One's got 52 five star ratings, one's got none. Who are you going to call? Yeah, you know, of course, the, the person the who 52, 52 people have
0: trusted before before me, before I have to step in. And actually, I mean, that brings me to the thought of the negative review. And I, I've recently been kind of just, uh, I don't know, looking for businesses around my town. And I I, I, I just want to get more, get my nails done, go to different restaurants around where I live. And, and actually, I've been reading the reviews, of course, because it's natural. It's our kind of next step. And one of the things I've realized is, if there's a negative review on there and the the enterprise responds to it and how they respond changes my mind completely from what the negative review is and i typically favor the business over the negative review because they took the time to reply so i think that's a really important thing as well so sometimes things happen sometimes the service isn't as good as it could have been or something just you know, life is complicated or maybe there was traffic and there was a delay or I don't know what. It's really important as well, I think, for for the, for the installer or any business to step back in, not be afraid of that negative revu- review and actually reply to it and rehumanize themselves. Because I think, again, that makes a difference and people will, if they're taking the time to read the reviews, they'll take the time to read the reply to the reviews and that could change their mind and not have to, you know, put too much emphasis on the fact that it was a negative one.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, people often say to me, you know, oh, I don't want to do, I'm, I'm worried about reviews because of that negative yeah. um, option. Now, look, I think, again, we're, we're humans. Let's say there's 50 re- positive reviews and there's one, two exactly. negative reviews. I think on balance, we can all go, uh, that's that's going to happen. Either exactly. you know, the customer wasn't happy um, and, you know, something went wrong. And I think you're right. You can respond to that. Look, things go wrong. We're all humans, okay? We yeah. rely on technology. We rely on stuff. But sometimes stuff just happens. You know, your child gets ill. There's a car For crash sure. on the way. You know, yeah. this is just life. And, and as you say, it's about how you deal with that. Actually, yeah. I think most people are judged in, in the worst times is, is how they've dealt with that. You 100%. Know? Sometimes it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's fine to just hold your hands up and go, do you know what? No, 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 excuse, no excuse. Yeah. We messed up. Yeah, that so that's it. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. We messed up. Yeah, let's let's put that to bed. We're not going to do it again, um, and that's fine. But you know, even that, you're going to get someone that disagrees with you and says, sure. you, you know, you think actually, no, we've done a really good job. We went above and beyond, and they just weren't happy. Then, then I think that's also okay because sure, again, sure. as humans, we understand that there's going to be that one or two outliers. Yep. Uh, it, it's data okay I'm, I'm a data guy in, in Martin, you know you have to have anomalies you don't want a perfect set if i see yeah because then that also looks perfect, fake
0: it yeah. looks like they've asked each of their family members to go on and start reviewing <laughs> yeah, yeah. which you know fair enough they probably use their services but the point is that yeah you if you don't have anything that it seems normal then that's also a kind of red flag for people i think
1: hundred percent yeah, yeah. And I, you know i think <laughs> it's just it's about being human, as we, we've said it a few times, you know, during this this recording, like humans make mistakes, humans do things that other humans don't agree with. But most of the time, there's there's an answer or a reason to it. There might have been a personality clash. These things happen, okay? Yep. So don't be afraid to embrace technology. Uh, I, I know that a lot of installers perhaps see marketing and, and all of these sorts of things as stuff that's beyond them, or, you know, they don't want to be doing it, or they're kind of, we're happy how we are, but changes come in yeah. and i think it's about those people that are going to take that jump now they're going to benefit for years to come um you know we're, the technology is only going one way and that's forwards and faster and are kind of I've got a, a you know a three year old son and a five year old daughter that are like ridiculously good on an iPhone. Yeah, you know, like, it's scary. And, and that's crazy. <laughs> you know, like these things yeah. didn't exist, and they're unlocking a phone and looking at pictures and, and watching YouTube. You know, and and so this is the generation of people that are coming up behind us. You know, yeah, and for sure. They're going to only ever rely on technology. They're not going to. There's not going to be a phone directory or. They're not going to look at flyers through their post box. Maybe we won't even have post boxes in ten years for time. Sure. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know, it's about getting there now, being ahead, and understanding that the only way people are going to look for for businesses is going to be a digital form, in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and so, why not take the chance now to to get ahead of everybody else? Invest a little bit of time. We're not talking loads. I'm saying, you know, take take that once a month. Just take one afternoon off once a month to just. Take a step back, take a deep breath and look at your business from outside. How do customers perceive us? You know, what could we have done better there? What little things are going to differentiate us from our competitors? Because, you know, competitors are healthy. You know, there's there's enough business out there normally for for most people, which is why businesses exist. But actually, um, you can take, uh, you can get good ideas from your competitors, but you can also kind of understand that it's okay if they're doing something slightly different to you. Um, You know, it's about just, but you don't, sometimes when you're in that moment, when you're in your van, when you're going from customer to customer, you don't really think about that. You just like, where's the next job? Where's this? Have I done that? Has the invoice been sent? Has the customer paid? Whatever it might be. And actually just taking that step back and just sort of sitting there and going, okay, if I was a customer and I was looking for my service, yeah. what would I want? What, what's yeah. going to make me pick me <laughs> um, and actually take that time? I think that's really, really valuable. And I advise that for literally any business to do. We do it literally. for ourselves here. I was yeah. just
0: about to say, I mean, even us, like uh, sometimes I forget that marketing is about also doing the thing rather than just kind of coordinating and organizing. And sometimes you just have to do it. Sometimes you have to try. Like this podcast, for example, is a perfect, uh, it's a perfect example of an activity that we just thought, oh, this could be fun and this could be cool and we could maybe help people and teach somebody something new and and you know we're learning as we go and getting better hopefully day by day and conversation by conversation but yeah it's exactly what it's exactly right um i, mean, no, I
1: think it's an instant success is it you know like and that's the great thing about most things that, that are as well
0: aren't long-term successes no, either
1: <laughs> no, i think it's, it's an investment it's investment and and, and, and be willing to take that chance to, to try something, to yeah. be different. You know, the, the great Steve Jobs and, and his his way about think differently. You know, yeah. if, if he hadn't have thought differently, where would we be? I mean, uh, yeah, you, know, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's just without those sorts of people that are willing
0: to do it. Yeah.
1: You know, we could be in a very different world.
0: For sure. No, you're, you're absolutely right. All right, Rob. I think what we'll do now is ask our final question. Um, It's a question we ask everybody at the end of our podcast. So dig deep and think about uh, advice you would give yourself when you were 20 years old. What would you tell that guy, Rob at 20 years old?
1: (laughs) Rob at 20. He was a crazy guy. Um, (laughs) I think, I think, Probably I would tell him to to listen to those people that are older and wiser, which is an easy okay. thing to say, you know. Like nope. you, you would say, "Oh, listen to your, listen to your mum." Now I'm a parent, you, you you kind of go, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> but I think in, in a business sense, uh, you know, I was very lucky to to be in business at 20. You know, I was a young young guy, uh, started my kind of career as an entrepreneur, and and I think sometimes as that young person, you think you know better and you don't want to listen mm. to those those older people or sure. wiser people. But actually, um, if you if you're kind of embrace advice and you don't have to follow it, I think what you've got to do is be open to listen to it. And I think that would be, if I could go back, there's a few times that I was told certain things or, you know, given some advice that I didn't necessarily follow or didn't necessarily believe. <laughs> and possibly now no looking ways. back, I think, well, you know, actually they were just trying to help. They were For just sure. trying to help me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's great advice. It's a great point to to wrap up. And uh, thank you so much for being here today. This was awesome. I'm certainly going to ask you back again because you gave a lot of great insights. So we're going to go further if we can uh, in the future. And yeah, thank you so much, Rob.
1: No, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Awesome.